Rogers took away. That's what this gets your money's worth. Before we get in the show, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. Pelicans win 107-88 over the Denver Nuggets. Five joining me today. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. Again, presented by the Birdsaw Law Firm, the official injury lawyers of Boot Crew Media, located in 918 Poitier Street by the Superdome. Give them a call at 504-523-5413 if you or someone you know has been involved in an accident. Birdsaw Law Firm, the official injury lawyers of Boot Crew Media. Hi, right, Jarrett. Wins a win, wasn't the prettiest. Don't really care. They won. Bigger thing. They went three and one. We on this um the last podcast. Yeah. We talked about what did they need to go on this road trip. And we said if they went three and one, it would be a major success. Well, here we are. They went three and one. Yeah, man. You know, a win's a win. You know, we all have that 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 ugly person partner that we talked to a while back and we kind of regret. Yeah. A win's a win, and this is that 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 ugly partner. Um, yeah, going three and one on this road trip because you knew you you were tough sledding against Golden State and Denver, not knowing Joker wasn't going to play. Maybe kind of got a hint of that, but you couldn't you couldn't bank on that. Um, I think they played. I, I think they played their best basketball in the in the Golden State loss on and, the road trip overall yeah, on the road yeah, trip. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that was like the best. Yeah gameplay like gameplay by the players via the road trip i mean and i know it ended in a loss but like that first half was just crazy but this game hey you got out of there with a win uh brandon had a 30 point triple double i mean you know trey murphy looked decent i think he you know there was a point in time where he had shot a jumper it was like a i I call it like an ill-advised three but i kind of can't be mad at it because they hadn't given the ball in like 15 minutes to get a shot. And yeah. as soon as he got an opening, he pulled. Hey, I've been asking yeah. for that all year. Now, would I have take, probably taken that shot in that time? Probably not. But I understand the feeling. Yeah. Um, let's talk more about Brandon because, Jared, we've uh, been talking about, about him a lot. And I think he's now bringing on both sides of the floor. And he, he's affecting the game, not just scoring, but in multiple facets of the game, right? He's facilitating he's rebounding he's communicating on defense he's obviously attacking the rim he's hitting shots he's doing it all for this team right now um what have you really liked from him because it seems like we talked about last podcast but he's he's changed and you if you give me this type of brandon ingram for the rest of the season this team this team's this team could be dangerous to be honest i think it all starts with rebounding right because that allows him the freedom because we said this about zion like that allows him to play free. You don't have to worry about getting any sets. You grab the rebound and you go. And you can see him getting to his right hand and try to finish at the rim. I think that's really been been kind of potent. Him getting into the paint. You know, he's getting a lot of and ones. There's a lot of, you know, foul. He still got strength in his upper body to finish over defenders with his length. Um, but him getting downhill, him being more impactful on the defensive end, grabbing rebounds and being able to go, which have led to assists. So it's all kind of like a domino effect for Brandon. Yeah, Chaz, uh, joining the show. Chaz, what did you like from uh, from Brandon again tonight? Played fast. Um, Jokic was out. This was a win they needed. I think I think Denver's like a vulnerable team. Um, two of their best players coming back off of um, injury and uh, Jamal Murray and uh, Michael Porter. I, that dude name always bothers me. Michael Porter Jr. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, so, look, while they 
while they looking dazed and confused out there, you gotta take advantage. I thought Brandon hit some big uh big shots down the stretch. Yeah. Um, you saw a little bit of regression from the team overall. I still I still see that team that went out there and played Portland. Like more turnovers, the ball sticking a little bit in the second half of games. Um, overall, I thought this was a really good victory. I think any victory you get right now is a, a really good victory. Yeah. And, and and before just you got on a little bit late, uh, Chaz, but I was talking to Jared is, you know, it was ugly right now. We talked about how they I felt like they played their best or Jared said their best brand of basketball in that first half against the Golden State in, in the Golden State game. But, you know, yeah. I, I feel like now we have to start mentioning we'll go Chaz first and Jared uh, the Zion stuff. Right. So now you're starting to see a little bit more of Zion warming up and he's kind of, you know, you, they obviously show him dunking the ball, working out. Do you expect to see him before the season ends? Uh, I think I think so. Just because you don't really have the grace to play him in the play. I mean, in the playing, you got if the Pelicans make what seven, eight, they got two games to win one. Um, yeah, yeah. I think that as bad as your bench looks tonight, and I'm sure we'll get into that. As bad as your bench has looked recently, you need Zion coming in off the bench. As soon as possible. You need six man Zion as soon as possible. Thirty percent of Zion but, is better but than Chaz, the Chaz. The Chaz. Do you think we see him before the season ends? Um, yeah. I, that that was pretty much my answer. Like I think I think they pushed the envelope with him. And uh, I know if it's up to him, he's gonna play. So but, yeah. so Jared, I was gonna say pushing the envelope. Do you agree with that? Do you think you should risk it? Oh, yeah, I think he's going to play. And also, I'm going to disagree with Chaz just on this one part. I think he starts. I don't think a guy with – I'm going to tell you what. I don't think a guy with a hamstring should sit at the beginning of a game. Right? That's a real good Because point. You, you're going to heat up during warm-ups and you're going to cool him down just to heat him right back. He's No, you don't do that to a guy with a hamstring injury. No, he has to That's play. That's a really good point. Okay, okay. So, okay. So, well, let's just go down this – let's just go down this rabbit hole here because – if you're going to do that, who's going to bench? <laughs> I think well, there's only one obvious answer. Well, the obvious answer is Trey because Willie Green. Oh, wow. Willie Green, just... <laughs> because Willie Green doesn't like Trey. No. So, but you've seen. Right, right. Well, it's it's a de- I feel like it's, it's, I feel like there's a debate there because, right, with Trey, he's all about confidence and getting in a flow. When he starts the game, he seems to be way better. Herb Jones defensively has been very – go ahead, Jared. Let me tell you this. We all know what the right answer is. Yeah. Right? The right answer is CJ. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> the, right answer, the right answer is CJ coming off the bench. Now, it's tough to ask somebody that's, you know, played and showed showed up for every game and been at yep. everything and, and and has been there and carried his team in – oh, wow, Chaz. Uh, put him in a position, even this position, right? <laughs> He was there in those losses. Like he went through all that, and now you're gonna ask him to come off the bench for the guys that, have, like that's that's messed up. But but that is the correct answer if we're just looking at it from a, if we take a step back. He's the guy that should be coming off the bench, and it should be Zion, Brandon, and Trey, Herb, and, and Jonas. But uh, I don't. You know. just I, know it's not gonna happen. <laughs> I just know that's not gonna happen. But I, 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 Trey Trey will probably probably have to be the guy to come off the bench just yeah. for the simple fact. He's not that great on defense. Like he does, he's not a great rebounder. All he does is provide shooting at this point, which you need with Zion on the court. But 
that's why I kind of think if you can get Zion's stamina up maybe in the next yeah. week or so, two weeks, then you can kind of mix and match those minutes with him and Trey a little bit more. But, yeah, that's the issue we're going to come into. Yeah. I mean, both good points. Let's present you by Company Burger located at 4600 Ferret Street. Uh, Chaz, speaking of CJ McCollum, because I thought tonight Jared and I actually were talking on this before we got on the stream. When he's off ball and he's not dribbling, he's coming off screens ready to shoot, he's good. But when he's got the basketball and it's dribble, 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 iso, iso, dribble, 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 turnover, four shot, it's different. When you letting Brandon facilitate or even Herb Jones facilitate, he's a lot better. Yeah. In that fourth quarter, I started seeing more of this like iso dribbling. It's like, nah, like get it back to Brandon and let it go. When he's off ball, he's really good. When he's on the ball, not that good. I, I think I saw a lot of that from from both guys in the fourth, honestly. Um, there was a couple plays. I'm like, your Trey is wide open right there in the right corner. Didn't get it to him. Then Trey was open again on the left wing. Didn't get it to him. Then at the end of the game, you know, CJ hits the go-ahead three, and him and Trey had a little funny moment about it. But the thing with CJ is, like, he's doing a Drew Holiday, which this is why I wasn't a huge Drew Holiday fan. Bro. You got the advantage. You don't have to switch hands when you lay the ball up. When when you do finally attack, just finish, bro. Just finish. Stop doing that. It uh I hate I, I really don't like that. But yeah, keep you gotta keep the ball moving. And I think that started in Portland. All right. I'm my, my only rebuttal to that. I think he can't use his left hand because of the thumb. This yeah, makes sense, right? Sense. Because of the that the wrap, he can't gather it, right? If you see him shoot layups, it's always extended with his right hand. Mm-hmm. He cannot, for some reason, can't control it. Maybe his hands, I don't know. But he cannot finish with his left hand. He's not ambidextrous. That's why you see him even on left-handed side, he try to tries to yeah. finish with his right because he can't gather the ball. Um, and just CJ's a be- much better player when people create for him. And then he can, you know, when a guy is running at him, he yeah. can make a decision. That's just the, the belly of it. He can't do anything else. He's not quick enough to get by people. He doesn't really create advantages for other people. Maybe in sets, maybe he can do that, but not as like a pure point guard. Hence why we have to play through Jonas because we don't have an, another guy to really create, you know, advantages, right? That's why Jonas is important. Not say Jonas is better than Brandon or CJ. Nah, it's just the fact that he's a bigger guy and usually people are playing like a small five or are a weaker five against Jonas, and he can try to dominate the beginning of the game. Yeah. And, and, uh, can I say this too, Justin? Yeah. If you do interpret what five is saying as Jonas is better than Brandon or CJ, you're listening to disagree. Like you, In no way is anyone on the panel saying that. You're just listening to disagree because you have low self-esteem. And you <laughs> want people to feel as bad about their thoughts as you feel about yourself. Go ahead, Justin. JV, another double double tonight. Um, he almost had that in the first half. Yeah, he should. You know, he almost had. Yeah, and I know defensively he's not great, but offensively when we play through him, and I'm not saying that he has to shoot all the time, but when we play through him, we get good shots, Sherrod. That's what I'm looking at. When we play through him, balls moving, we get off ball movement. We get. I think him and Brandon had a great two man game tonight, where I think they might collapse, and he kicked back out. Brandon attacked the long closeout, laid it up. That's the kind of stuff. You want to see, especially when you get in those droughts when another team's on an 8-0, 10-0 run, play through them. Hey, one one second. Hey, this 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 kind of boils my 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 blood a little bit. I just want to know what our scouting report is. I just want to know. 
I want to know what the scouting report is for, for the other teams. For other teams. Okay. Because oh. if you look at it, we're, one, closing out hard to guys that probably shoot lower than 33% from three. Who I, has the scouting report, by the way? Uh, hey, ain't it T-Spoon? Um, she's part of it. Okay. I mean, it's not. I'm not singling anybody in particular out. I'm just saying, for me personally, that boils my blood to see guys closing out hard to non-shooters trying to get in the lane. Like, what is going on? Like, allowing Bruce Brown to score 18 to 20 points tonight was egregious. Like, come on up, come on up, come on up. This guy has one hand. Yes, he's gonna crash the board. He's gonna get off his boards. Like, you you should know this. You know, you should know that this is what this guy wants to do. But we had that man looking like prime Dennis, Dennis Rodman at, at times. Or just getting to the cup at will. Just, I don't know. You, you're not going to win playoff games. Justin, again, my last point. If the Pelicans get to the point where they're a sixth seed or possible fifth seed in this, it will be like getting away with the PPP loan scam. That's what, <laughs> a, that's what I'll attribute this to. It's like you were, you're getting – lesser than what you're supposed to get like as far as like going against other other teams right you're going against a non-denver a non-yokish denver team you might go against a who else we have up next you have you're you're missing julius Randle of the knicks i'm sure sacramento might punt that game and then you also got memphis they're gonna punt. so it's like ah it's really not as hard as it is i'm just gonna get away with scamming the government that's what the pelicans are gonna do get away you know what i'm here for it I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, I, I, just get in the dance, get in the dance, and then when Zion comes back, I'll take my chances. I, you know, I know y'all are shaking y'all's head and you disagree. I know. Listen, Jared, what I respect about you is you're about the process. Like, you are. You don't. You're not a, like you are about the process, right? And I love that. I'm just saying, as a fan, like just as pure entertainment, I like to see a seven game series with Zion Williamson back and Brandon. I really yeah, would. I would. I would. I would. I would. I'm just nervous about the repercussions that may have. That's all. That's all. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> in those moments, yeah, right. it's like again dealing with a partner that you. In those moments, it seems like a good idea, but when you wake up, like, oh, I probably shouldn't have did that. Yeah. <laughs> but you had a good time doing it. Chaz, close <laughs> us up. Um, um, let's let's talk about. Okay, okay. Well, I want to ask you. About, I want to ask you about the home stretch. You got LA Saturday. You got help me out. LA Saturday, Memphis Monday. I think Sac, then Nick, then Sacramento the Knicks, and you at Minnesota. Yeah. Um. What do you have to go on this homestand? Do we go get a top six seed? I think. I think if you go, um, I think you have to go three and one, depending on who's resting. Because I need to know who's resting with Julius Randle. Because if Brunson is out as well, then. But look, you can you let me pull, keep talking, Chaz, because I want to pull up the. Yeah, the I think if Brunson, if Brunson is resting as well, you got you got to win it. You got like you got to win it with Fox out. I, like it's see the Kings are kind of funny though because the Kings still have enough young guys that are like they don't they don't care about resting and all that. They'll come out there and put them forward a good effort and try you know kick your ass. But with the Knicks, they've spot pretty secured. Um, I'm presuming Bain and Jaron Jackson is out. Uh, Naz Reed is done for the rest of the year with a broken wrist. 
What? Broke his wrist? Yeah, yesterday. Y'all ain't see that play yesterday? No. Yo, he was on the ground for a long time holding this wrist. I don't know. Oh, shit, that's broke. I thought it was like, I thought it was at least fractured. He was on the ground for a long time. Cut, cut you off for a second, Chaz. Go ahead. This is what we got. So New York is four games behind the four seed Cavs and two and a half on Brooklyn. We play them Friday, so they'll definitely punt that game. They'll probably know their position by then. Mm-hmm. Then you have Memphis. Mm-hmm. Memphis is three back at Denver, two up on Sac. Then you do have Sacramento. Sacramento is two behind Memphis and five in front of Phoenix. And then you have New York. Well, so, so you're Clippers in big, before that, right? So Clippers first. Yeah, you Clippers. That's yeah. going to be a game. That's going to be a playoff game. Yeah. But what I'm saying is I feel like when you play. Mm-hmm. Unless Memphis, Kawhi is out. That's what I'm saying because Kawhi's not going to play a back-to-back, and that's what they have versus Memphis, right? So I I, I would think. Oh, we got the Clippers you know, on back-to-back? Yeah, yeah, they have a back-to-back. So you know Kawhi is going to play one of those games. I would think he would play the second game because it has more implications versus aside from the Memphis game because Memphis is kind of locked in. If he had to play one, I see if he hadn't missed that last game, I would think that he would play the Memphis game. But I think he's gonna play the Pelicans just for like tiebreaker reasons and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, so, so I think he's on the tiebreaker no matter what though. So yeah, maybe that's he does. What I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I think the Pelicans yeah. have a what? I don't think we've lost the team has lost to the to the Clippers this Clippers, year. Nah, not this year. I think so they took regardless, it right? Regardless if they win or not, I think they still have the tiebreaker. So if it, it behooves yeah. them to go and get a win versus Memphis rather than him play the second night of a back to back. So let, let me ask you this: When y'all, what game? If if Zion was to come back in a regular season, Clippers. what would be the ideal game? Clippers. No. Clippers. I think he's yeah. a week out though, right? He's at least a week out. He's a week out. Yeah, I think I, I would. Br- I'd bring him back for. I would. De- it would depend on Sacramento and New York. If Sacramento really like shut it down, I go Sacramento. If Sacramento's playing their guys, I wait for New York because New York's gonna shut it down. You get New York, Minnesota, ramp up time. If you're a top six team, you probably get four days off in order to get conditioned and then go into playoffs. And then we're gonna run the table, and then we'll be matched up with the Sacramento Kings first round. You win that series, and then that, anything happens. That's, that's what that's I really want. That's what I really want to know. Uh, where, how does Sacramento view us? Well, view the team. How does Sacramento view the Pelicans? They feel like they can beat that team. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Rather than they don't want to face a, a Lakers team, to be honest, they they rested Fox uh, Fox twice against us. So, yeah. yeah. So they they probably sure. and he always has a great game against the Pels. So yeah. if I'm them, I'm like, yeah, I want the Pelicans to win. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, that would um, be entertaining series. We, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but that would be an entertaining series. Anyway. Yeah. So, um, all right. Well, they go 3 1 on the road trip, play uh, Clippers on Saturday. Also, what, the Sunday night show. What time's that game? 10 o'clock? <laughs> Eight, uh, seven. Oh, thank God. We're at home. We're at home, Chad. Oh, it's thank, over. Thank the yeah, Lord. the road trip's done. Thank um, you. Presented by <laughs> DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of Boot Crew Media. New customers right now can bet $5 on the, any Final Four game, and you get $200 in bonus bets instantly, win or lose, by using code BOOT at DraftKings Sportsbook. Chaz, five. Pelicans have a chance at being a top six team, which is kind of crazy to say. Like, comment, subscribe. Love to hear your thoughts on the victory.